Oh, rub a dub dub. Welcome to Unbriefing in the Tub uh, for this sweet, sweet episode of Chaotic Amateurs. Ladies and gents, uh, I felt a little hornswoggly there, but I got in the information I wanted to get in about the, uh, you know, little info dump for you guys about the world, about the history, about the gods. That sort of thing. I feel like she was going to give that to us eventually anyway. That's kind of like the info we needed. Yeah. I mean, I was just trying to figure out as the DM how to fit it in there best. Uh, you know, because like I said, for for, for everyone listening uh, to this is like, uh, Peleus isn't here. And and so uh, he's, he's recording on a separate day. So it's like I'm trying to figure out all the best ways to... Uh, to like give people information knowing how I can go back and then recreate it for him so he gets all the stuff but I'll probably just do like audio clips and just like let him hear it <laughs> basically um, kind of like uh, I'll have to kind of edit up the episode uh, uh, episodes before kind of like in a rough fashion before Tuesday basically mm. and like kind of like hornswoggle him in but uh, yeah what uh let's go around uh, let's go around uh, Ren to because Ren got some fucking co- cojones on him with that talking shit to the dragon about Uligon, uh <laughs> which is classic Ren um, did you roll for that or do you just do it uh, no I don't roll anymore oh nice no oh, uh, you're fully at, Ren a- after I met Uligon, it was like no uh, even even the like weird like awkward like person that Ren was before he yeah. was uh, you know, brought to a higher level. Yep. Uh, he's he's fully he's fully into everything that happens now too. So, whatever happens is just whatever happens. It's not. I don't roll anymore. Sweet. Um. No. The big thing from this episode though that I wanted to to talk about was yep. the RPing that we all did. Yeah. Was I feel like spot on. Like I feel like yeah. we were all trying really hard to just be our characters, even though we knew like some of the riddles that were going yeah. on because yeah. Jarok just nailed them all. <laughs> <laughs> second one was kind of, yeah, the first one was hard. Well, I had lucked out because when I was DMing, I had a book of riddles like uh, that I had written uh, out that I was going to present to you guys. And that was one of them. And it's I the Sphinx just... from uh, Oedipus. Uh, yeah. And, and in the, um, it's like, I can't remember. I just, I, I don't have the website up in front of me. The second one isn't, I don't think is, it's like not in the book, but it's like, or it's not in the, play it's in the book or so, i don't know it's something like it's like a lesser known one so i just grabbed those two because right. uh, honestly i assumed that you would know them well Rhett. and i wasn't kidding Durex. what part of his education was riddles you yeah. know it's like critical thinking or whatever yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah i feel like i would have had like a good advantage at it because i i've really well read and i've you know spent a lot of time in libraries and stuff yeah so, uh, and I thought you guys did a wonderful job RPing, seeing that we're all sitting within, you know, 10 feet of each other and knowing that certain people got the roles and certain people, you know, like, cause you know, the, the listener is hearing the people talk, you know, like I said, within 10 feet of each other. So they're all hearing if somebody gets something right or correct. Yeah. If I was the DM for that, I would be very proud of our characters. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I thought you guys did it and I didn't think that you guys were ever like, uh, you know, the closest we got was Yamhorn, but it also ended up being like within his character to just be a goof <laughs> and <laughs> be like, oh, wait, wait for it. Yeah. And like yeah. you said, Michael Scott, it like, yeah. up, you know, <laughs> baloney Tony or whatever, pepperoni Tony, <laughs> like, and that's how I remember Jim's name or whatever it is. Yeah. You know, it's like some crazy. Um, I, I was definitely also really freaking out when you're talking about all these gods being like, 
oh i saw like, you you like put your hand up like, and stuff and i'm like no <laughs> like this is gonna be Ulagon's new path <laughs> yeah he's gonna become the ruler of this world i just ex- fully expect like when y- you know if it ever comes to like where we topple like baravin and stop the dragon and everything ren's gonna be like Ulagon sends his regards <laughs> <laughs> as he drives the dagger into it yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. you know because it's like you know it kind of feels like obviously like they you know uh uh, the the gods like need some help like riding the ship yeah, a little yeah. bit and they're like you little guys bit. are our tools now and so we get there and Ren's like Ulagon yeah. is here God like, yeah. I also really like the connection between like the group of friends that were with like your father yeah you know, in the past and the way we've kind of established our group of friends yeah yeah I thought it was pretty cool I had to get one more like just stupid Durakism in in that episode drop the bag and try to fight the dragon <laughs> <laughs> and get pinned down yeah. but I yeah. thought I thought it was funnier if he just assumes that the test is a fight like, yeah. rather than like yeah. alright let's get this done with <laughs> yeah that's the same thing it's, it's like exactly what the what our characters yeah, would have done right. yeah um, I'm I'm interested and then we'll go out on this so we can uh, get to the next episode I'm very very interested in what you guys feel because I just give you a lot of lore there yeah yeah for sure. Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, has, not Durak, but me, has always kind of hoped that there was a god that was a dragon um, because it just seemed like it would, you know, work out well. But I've never, like, named a god as, as Durak, like, who he would pray to or anybody that he knows would pray to just because, I don't know. Yeah. For, you, for, uh, for you know, uh, you, Durak, it would be, like, the Baron Thrad because he was, like, technically, like, the first dwarf. Right. And, you know those sort of firsts uh i'll just say this because there's more to be discovered but you know in your case uh all of the traits that are classic dwarvish uh traits whether they're magical or whatever are 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 you know baron drod had them at like 100 percent plus 100 percent type of thing oh, you right. know he just understood the earth he understood rock he understood the way that it like worked you know kind of like an earth bender in a way right. you know um right. uh, and that sort of thing he just understood those things how to use it for and you know he was good actually with nature as well and like you know uh because you know people in the forest that you know yeah. creatures in the forest that sort of stuff and then you know it's just like um in the earlier times or whatever you know there was you know, it's cla- you got to make a species or whatever. Right. Um, Did you say that Bahamut uh, created... Uh, Bahamut is like Baron the... Gaha. Yeah, the patron he, he, god. Yeah, he, he, he commit, yeah, he's the patron god of uh, uh, Dewania, yeah, the world planet. that you guys are in. World, yeah. Um, dude, I, I wrote out like 25 names for the world, and I like numbered them all, and, and I ended up just rolling... I ended up rolling like a D six and a D 20 to pick one. Cause I was like, I don't like any of these and they don't sound like the words. So I was like, I'm just going to roll it. And if, and if I got like 26, I was like, okay, well then I guess I write a new list. But that was like my one ca- caveat, but yeah, I just Doania. So that that's the name of the world. You guys Good. also learned that there's four major land masses, yep. all with names. Rel Sarin is actually the, uh, where Yamhorn is from is actually the smallest land mass. Um, uh, uh, on the thing, you guys learned that there was four dragons that that guard each landmass, and or that used to at least guard each landmass, and like, you know, that that were there as like, 
scholars and guys to help the people and like help the world run uh, what it, did you think of all that sort of it's stuff kind of makes sense like if they're kind of gone or being weakened and stuff too because we kind of talked about like the place where bravik was that like it was kind of a sick place a little mm-hmm. bit like and and little uh meta information for you uh uh what is it um what did you just say bulgarum no bravik bravik, bravik. jesus uh, Bravik is uh, on the landmass of Ochin, which you don't know yet, but that's Zarvog's landmass. Oh, nice. Wait, I thought Bravik and nice. Lorlin were on nope. Ostristan. No, nope. that's Versberg. Versberg is, is at the top of Ostristan. Uh, did we ever get the name of the unknown dragon? The no, the, that the was that was something I was gonna. No, I don't, I don't think I, I don't think I, I. Zarvog, the brother, and then one other one. Yeah, the interesting thing to me is that there's a fourth one. She said that she's unfamiliar with it or didn't know it or mm-hmm. something, and the rest of them are all related. Yeah. So it's like yeah, I'm curious what an this, estranged family member or just not of the family, something. Uh, that smile know. on your face is really just. Oh, know. he's the traitor. He's the secret Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> Quit saying that. (laughs) All right. That's been Unbriefing. Uh, We're going to go play the next episode right now. So you'll get to hear it on Monday. Thank you all so much for listening. Thanks for being a patron and checking it out. Bye. Ciao.